to another episode of Divided Films, the podcast where we talk about movies that audiences and critics do not agree on. Uh, I am JJ, and with me always is my co-host Keith. Hello! And today we are joined by our um, very good friend, a comedian, sketch comic actor, Stephanie Ciano. Hello, hello! Uh, so happy to have you here, Stephanie, as our guest today. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, we're... Uh, we're totally pre- worth the train. <laughs> She's coming all the way over from, like, across... Sunny Newark, New Jersey. Yeah, had to cross two rivers to get here, so yeah. I'm glad you made the trek. Of course. So today, we are talking about the 2003 comedy film, family comedy film... Freaky Friday, directed by Mark Waters, whoever that is, and <laughs> and uh, starring Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis. Now, this movie falls into the category, uh, not the category I thought it would be in, the category of a positive score from critics with 87% approval and a negative score with audiences a 57% approval. Her viewers at home, Steph's face just went, like, her mouth just hit the, her jaw hit the floor. I knew I hated others. I didn't realize I hated others this much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, for sure, yeah. Nothing, nothing's worse when people dislike a movie that you love. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's kind of crazy that, uh, you know, this, this movie has such, like, a reaction that we didn't expect. And here's the critics' consensus. Um, so the summary of what the critics feel Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan charm in Mark Waters' nicely pitched and Disney's second remake of the 1976 hit. So I guess, you know, critics are kind of, even though it's a very high score, 87, it's like pretty high approval rating. They're kind of saying, this is nice. <laughs> they're like, they're, they're liking it, I guess. And interestingly enough, I guess audiences aren't. So what do you think? How what do you think of that re, that response? Are you surprised? I mean, I imagine you are. You look like you're surprised. I'm personally surprised just because it was such a delightful film. It mm-hmm. was, you know, it maintained pretty low stakes. It yeah. handled, you know, like magical realism in a way that was both palatable for both like me as an angsty teen mm-hmm. and my mother who grew up watching the Jodie Foster version. Oh, okay, yeah. It, I, I'm shocked that there are people who didn't like it. It was a delightful film. Yeah, it seemed just like a <laughs> crowd pleaser. Yeah, right. like what was wrong with it? Right, let's, we'll, we'll try to dig into that. What do you I think? I think I must have, like, th- this movie, I don't think I, it just, when this movie came out, I was 13, 12, this movie wasn't made for me, so I'm like, I won't see it. I've seen movie clips. Was made for everybody. No, I, I learned <laughs> the, I learned the power. I've learned the power of film a lot since then. But uh, very I, deep. I was expecting. I've seen clips here and there, but I was expecting to not like it or be like, all right, what's this movie trying to do? Will I be charmed? I'm actually really in. I was pleasantly surprised by this movie, and I'm shocked by the score, like everyone else. I think I, I was. When I looked up the score, uh, you can argue 87 is too high, but 57 is so low. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of harsh. I mean, you know, because 60% is the threshold for, like, a fresh. So it's kind of, like, just missing that mark. Um, Maybe we can get it past 60. Yeah, I I think think we can. I think it's possible to get, like, that number bumped up with enough support. Um, Because, I I don't know, I mean, it's a short movie, number one. It is, like, 90 minutes, if that. It's a very contained movie. You know, it's one day. <laughs> it's, Everything goes wrong in that day. Yeah. Everything lines up. It's a pretty... And it's also just very palatable. It's pretty yeah. understandable. There is a problem. 
people are put in a wacky situation. Mm -hmm. They have to deal with said wacky situation yeah. without revealing their secret. Of course, shit hits the fan. Yeah. And there is a happy ending that yeah. ends with mother and daughter finding love for one a another. A really good end. Like, a I, great ending. I, I also, uh, the ending is what like earns at least five points. I'm like, damn, this is actually really... A good. This is better than Brave. At least what Brave tried to do for mothers and, Take that, and daughters. You know what? I completely agree. This at least is like the best Disney magical realism mother-daughter body switching movie I can think of. Uh, and I know there, there must be at least a few. Uh, well, there, I mean, there are two others of this exact plot in and of itself. Uh, right. This is the third Freaky Friday. Now, I... Wait, what's the... The, the first one was made in 1976. That's yes. the original version with Jodie Foster as the kid. The second one was made in the 90s. I don't know anyone who's seen that. I've never... I did not realize Wait, that. Wait, who was in that? I don't know. I looked it up. I All I can tell was that there's, like, not enough scores for, like, a critical consensus in Rotten Tomatoes. So that movie kind of just came and went. And I guess... It, they, it's in the vault with... Like, it's in the deep in the vault of Disney. Do you think that that has any effect on the critic score? I think, like, most people are comparing this to the 70s version. People were yes. pretty hard on this, comparing it to the... There are some audience reviews going, this is... How dare they remake this? This, is, but this is, doesn't hold a candle. Okay, so I actually... When I was thinking about this, I think that this movie is to the Jodie Foster version as the Lindsay Lohan... Uh, um, parent Trap? Pa thank you. Parent Trap is to the original Parent Trap. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the same plot, but it really finds its own tropes. It tells the same story very differently. Generational. And generationally, and it, yeah. and it adapts to the time period. It Modern doesn't try update. to repeat the same jokes and get the same laughter. It, yeah. it, it, it owns its own identity. That's what like a remake should do. Yeah. A remake should, like, um, I want to say do its own thing. Like, it shouldn't just be like a carbon copy which is kind of a waste. I mean, we're living in an age with all these shot-for-shot shot remakes of Disney movies into live action. Exactly, and it just adds no value. Right, exactly. People are going to just go back to the original one, whereas this, you can get something totally different out of this version than the 70s version. And, I mean, I know people really in, like hold the 70s version dear, but is it really as high of a classic as so many other movies that it's considered like an untouchable remake? Like... What the concept itself has been done body switching. Yeah. I would say like Even I'm trying when to the think 70s of other body version, switching. When the when the 70s version came out, it came out around the same time as the Shaggy Dog, which is the same thing. That was remake too. Dad and Dog, and it was also a remake. That's another body. Yeah, that's another, like, I'm trying to think more how many body like I'm like there's not that much body switching. No, there's like a lot of body switching. There was that switching. awful one uh uh with Ryan, the R-rated body switching with Jason Bateman and Ryan Reynolds where the cool guy and the the Oh. They both pee into the same they fountain. Both into the thing. That's technically the same. And that story. went into it was <laughs> that went into such like 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 the baby needs a diaper change and so he gets shit. It just went into weird, awful territory and it was just awful. That that one with Jason uh, uh, Bateman. Bateman, the hot chick uh, is also I. Hot chick is really horrible, but I enjoy it unironically. I will say like <laughs> I, I that movie is so dumb that it kind of wears me down. But this is not that. This is actually, I think, like... This is the gold probably standard like, body switching. Yeah, yeah. I would say. Top tier of body switching. But I do have to say, I have never, and I still don't really understand how body switching even works. What is being switched? Your mind? Your body? Uh, I mean, like, obviously it's your body. your mind, I think. But your mind, your soul, your brain? Like, yes. what exactly is going on 
that you're. And that's the magical realism component of it. I would like. Yeah. I, I would like a, like a twenty minute short film epilogue of just going like. Is there a God? Is there like what? Well, who did this to us? Like, I can never. Like, here's the thing. Like, of course, they're like freaked out when this happens. But from that moment on, you know that like supernatural things are real. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, yes. These all, you ghosts? also notice that these exist in kind of godless universes. You know, like <laughs> you never real. Well, in, in none of these films. In neither of these films. There's no Jesus. There's no Jesus. There's, they don't go to church. These aren't like, <laughs> like in all in all these kinds of bodies which oh. films for the most part. Because honestly, in a today's society where everyone is pretty religious, I'm not as a religious person myself at all, but like. If you wake up in a body that was not the body you recognized from every other day, you would, one, seek medical help, and, and two, be like, God, why? Like, at no point do they say so that. Like, this yeah. Asian lady targeted them because they didn't read their Bible. Oh, well, that's so. What's, that's what's so funny. I have funny. a lot to say about this Asian woman. Just go, There should be more people at that uh, Chinese restaurant going, like, you why did you switch? I was just doing this willy-nilly. I was about to say, this yeah. seems like it happens She's going to do all... it to the son and the grandpa. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that, isn't that how it ends? Where they... Yeah, but then no, she, no, the, her daughter tackles her. Yeah, oh. she stops it from happening. But this must happen all the time. A lot of like, people must have had their bodies. She's switched. like, Mom, you did it again. It's like, so, how many people have, like, are, is this even to teach a lesson? Yeah, so as far as, like, body just switching, yeah. body switching is, like, I think a bizarre sort of concept that Hollywood has convinced us to just accept. Like, yes. on paper, like, it makes no sense, but it's been done so many times that we're just used to it, which, yeah. it's, I don't know, I get a kick out of that. Like, the first people to see a bias-switching movie must have been like, what the hell is this? But as far as, for the premise, as far as bias-switching movies go, I, you know, this is, I think, um, a good, I think the best kind of bias-switching is a generational body-switch, and then also, I guess, family members. I mean, the whole idea is to see things literally from the other person's perspective. Exactly. So, also, I think actors have a fun time in these body-switching movies. Jamie Lee Curtis gets to act like a teenager. Lindsay Lohan acting like a stuck-up adult. Jumanji. I think you're watching your favorite actors play against type, and they seem to be yeah. doing that again. I think that's also... It's not a reason... The only reason we made $120 million, billion, but it, I think people do like seeing your favorite actors play against type. Right. I think for an actor, it's an opportunity to just kind of do something totally different. And and then, yeah, for viewers, you just kind of get a kick out of, like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson in the Jumanji movie playing, looks like in this upcoming one, the sequel, he plays, like, an old Danny man. DeVito, <laughs> he's, yeah. like Danny, he's, like, imitating Danny DeVito or something. So it's, like, a playful sort of concept. Jamie Lee Curtis uh, was outstanding. In yeah, I... Absolutely. She's so great. She was not for she, a Golden she, Globe for this, too. Really? Yeah. Also, no, she just threw herself into it. She let herself have a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think they had a blast making this. The whole the whole like movie is very like upbeat. And also yeah, Honestly, different... I actually believe Jamie Lee Curtis has an angsty team more than Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> well, <laughs> Lindsay great. Lohan is also uh, we could probably talk about her in a bit, but she's all a number reason why they voted negative. People uh, have Lindsay Lohan hate. I mean she's she was fine. At the time. This was like when she was still okay. Yeah, she was, I mean, pray for Lindsay, quite frankly. But, yeah, um, yeah, really. like, I just think that Jamie Lee Curtis, like, had so much fun with that role. And, I mean, in all honesty, the actress that played the daughter in this kind of a situation does draw the short straw because it's less fun to 
play going to work, mm. being a mom, grocery shopping, and planning a wedding. Yeah, like uptight. Exactly, where Jamie Lee Curtis got to fake an earring and yeah. like rock out and have to figure out. Yeah. yeah so she got to maybe relive like her youth a little bit. Stuff exactly. with, uh, also, it's nice to see Mark Harmon not solving naval crimes. Uh, it's he's on that NCIS. Uh, yes. It was nice to see him like I've never seen him outside of like NCIS. NCIS yeah. Um, but her scenes when he goes in for the kiss and she's like, ah, like, <laughs> like I thought uh, Jamie Lee Curtis definitely elevated this movie. But I'm also I know people they weren't even criticizing because they hate Lindsay Lohan. They're just like, oh, she's not a good actress or doing this part well. I actually enjoyed what she was given or what she had to do. I think Lindsay Lohan part. has like, um, I mean, at least at the time. Like, it's kind of the same sort of appeal she had in Mean Girls. Like, she has this, like, kind of really good reaction acting. Yes. Like they were... She plays this role really well. Yeah, she just has, like, a really, like, I don't know, this, the expression on her face when crazy things are happening, like, they like they cut to her face. I don't know, I just kind of, I kind of like her reaction acting. It's because it feels very real, because that's what girls were like. She mm-hmm. was able to bring that that element of what girls were actually like and put it organically in front of a camera where a lot of other people kind of made it feel a little robotic. I think the Olsen twins, like Mm. their acting career probably could have gone a little bit farther, but like if you saw a New York Minute, there are so many... Wait, 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 you have problems with the New York Minute? My only problems with the New York Minute are... Is it lasted a minute? (laughs) That one, it was not long enough. But two, it's that like, that that, that Mary-Kate and Ashley whom I'm a huge fan of, yeah. were pretty robotic and act, acting like what real girls were like. Lindsay acted like a real girl in yeah. every movie she was in, well, and she did that one role, played that one note really well. Sure, this I mean, is her in her prime. Yeah. And, and yes. Unfortunately, like, she did the parent trap, and Disney knew they had, like... I think the pinnacle was Mean Girls. And Mark Waters knew how to work. He did yes. Mean Girls as well. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And he he this is a, did other movies. This is a year before but. Mean Girls. Who knows? If it wasn't for Freaky Friday, would we even have Mean Girls? I don't know. I don't know. No, you probably wouldn't have it with Lindsay Lohan, maybe. Maybe. Like, maybe. I feel like this Mean Girls, it just, Mean Girls, you can say, it just works perfectly with all the cast. Yeah, it's well, an ensemble. Well, also Mean Girls, I believe Lindsay Lohan was originally like sought after to play Regina George. Oh, wow. and then so, they went with. Uh, well, then maybe after this, they through auditions. More... They were they switched around the parts, oh, and wow. it ended up being perfect. No. Oh, it was, yeah. uh, and also uh, this is this movie. I didn't. I remember seeing a little bit, but that teeny confessions, confessions of a teenage. This is around that time yes, too. I remember the song vividly. Don't forget all those Disney Channel movies. Lindsay I Lohan actually was didn't in. have. Disney Channel growing uh, up, so I've not really seen a lot of But she was in a bunch. She was in, like, a movie called Get a Clue. She was in a movie with Tyra Banks called Life Size. Oh, oh, Life. That's a classic. Yeah, she's been... They're making Life Size 2. Oh, that's right. I did hear that. that a, I it's mean, about a Barbie come to life. I get, no, I know Life Size, but oh. it, what's the... Where is it Life Size 2, like... I think Tyra Banks is coming back, but maybe not. Yeah, Lindsay Lohan. Like, Lindsay Lohan. Where's my friend? No, we don't... We don't. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about it. Look at me. I know. We seem to be inside I'm old! I beg your pardon. Oh, I'm like the Crypt Keeper! Okay. I have to say, with Jamie Lee Curtis, she does kind of, like, make fun of herself a lot. Like, there's one moment where she goes, Oh, I'm the Crypt Keeper! And I feel like that's kind of insulting, but she just kind of, like, goes with it. Like, she takes shots at herself. That also is a moment. This is a movie where I remember every scene that was in the trailer 
that scene they play over and over oh, again yeah, yeah. in the commercials. I'm the crib keeper. Or when they run into each other to try to switch back, and the son is like, "What the hell's going on?" Like this, like like everything in this movie was like kind of commercial, which is maybe like what audiences. Yeah. And I think that's where she was able to bring a lot of the expertise that she had from her, like, screen date, from, you know, from more of, like, the horror... Jimmy like, Curtis, yeah. Yeah. And then she was able to bring that and kind of make it into a cliche, kitschy, mm-hmm. rom-com, teen flick, and yeah. it, it played really well. That kind of kitschiness is the one she thing that ties us to comedic Yeah, she's, she's got, got some she, comedic She really, chops. like, this was a good breakout as a comedian. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you, now that you yeah. mention it, I guess she's most known for being like a scream queen, like yeah. the Halloween movies. Um, and she's like playing like more of these like dramatic parts. But yeah, I mean, that's the why same she... kind of campiness I think runs through those mm. like kitschy yeah, horror this flicks. This is kind of campy. The, yeah. it, it's pretty campy. Uh, th- you're right. You're right. I, I, I was like kind of, uh, at least watching this. I was kind of worried in the beginning, just with the campiness uh, and just uh, like oh there's a lot of stereotypes it, how on the like are they gonna say you have to walk a mile how corny yeah the stere- i did not like the brother at all really? oh, no. i didn't like the brother i thought you know like, i didn't like i didn't like the grandpa i thought the he grandpa was, was a little he was kind of annoying and he was, yes like, the grandpa was very annoying he, I, he wasn't as funny as they thought he would be this movie also has a lot of cliched lines Yes. I think Lindsay Lohan in the first before they switch, she says, "You're ruining my life at least three times in ten minutes." <laughs> I think that's also part of the trope of her character, though. Yeah, like, that she's supposed to that's be. That's like a you're ruining my life. Like yeah. that was like that's literally the only defining thing of that character, mm-hmm. angsty teen who hates her mom. Mm-hmm. Well, it was really just like uh, I kind of had that voice in my head of like, like they should like. Does this make sense? Why did like? And then I'm like, no, just shut up. This is a family movie, mm-hmm. and I think once I learned to, I would say ten minutes in, once I really kind of switch things, mm-hmm. switch things up, uh, I would like. I, that's when the movie really kicks in and starts having a good time. The setup, but it, the setup is nice with them, but it's just something was off for me, and it took you me a while to really get into it, oh, and okay. and uh, um, as I said, I was that could be your surprised. lack of being a teenage girl. And I do want to say, not for you. I do want to say, but there is a family. Oh, there's absolutely. I'm not saying that the audience is limited by that. But I think people were turned off. I completely understand. I think it's also having gone and rewatched it recently now, and I don't think I've seen it since like 2007. Yeah, um, yeah. Rewatching it now, I'm like, okay, this is a little bit kitschier than I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. But like when I was a 13 year old, 12 year old, 11 year old watching it originally, it was very much like, okay, I would never be that angsty. My mom would never be that much of a Oh, they have they to like really hype it went up. to like yeah. the polar extremes, yeah, which was which was what made I'm okay it with funny. that. I think yeah. I'll find my like right yeah. way to say things. And, like mm-hmm. like this movie was a motion picture. Like yeah. this movie yeah. went was in theaters, and when I first turned it on, it almost felt like I was watching a TV movie. God, a Disney movie. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like got that Disney yes, movie I get that too. because, oh. like you said, the stakes are kind of low. I mean, are they really? I mean. I, I feel like it's... I'm along with back. the stakes for this movie. Like, yeah. I, yeah, like, yeah, the mother's getting married. You, it's yeah. a small scale. Like, it's, it's a, a small, small scale movie. Like, again, it takes place in one day. Um, you know, the everything is kind of, like, over the top. The um, book selling, I thought that's where Jamie Lee really... the Like, her yes. book, like, trying to explain the book. Mm-hmm. I as it, That just shows her comedic chops, and I actually was laughing out loud. Yeah, LOLing. LOLing, as the kids say. As the youth say. Yeah, so I guess with our leads, you know, if we're gonna talk about the the cast, the characters. We we really like our leads. 
Um, and the way they make Lindsay Lohan before she switches, she looks like Avril Lavigne. Like they really take that. And it was the same time. Early two thousands. Oh, yeah. I, I think I saw Avril Lavigne live the year of this movie. Yeah, <laughs> they totally were going for that. Like this movie captured. Oh, she that. was a tie. Yeah. I think she had a tie. Uh, she had the fishnet. Oh yeah. Uh, in addition to the cast, could we have seen? I don't think I could have seen. Like and Annette Benning was supposed to play the mom. Really? But she uh, uh, she backed out right before filming, and then they got Jamie Lee Curtis. And I think Annette Benning's a really good actress, but I'm really happy Jamie Lee got this part. Oh, 100%. But yeah. they were also looking at Michelle Trachtenberg for... Mm, familiar. Uh, she's the one... She Harry the Spy. Oh. <laughs> I, I was wonder gonna, if that was the first movie we both thought uh, of. Buffy the Vampire Slayer is the one. She, she had, the, had an ongoing part in Gossip Girl. Oh, uh, right, right, right. She's a good actress, but... Which, I'm sorry, I love Gossip Girl. Oh, okay, yeah. And I feel like a lot of people said, like, oh, yeah, anyone could have played the daughter's part, but I also, like, I'm I'm in Lindsay's corner for this. No, okay. I think that Lindsay's... I mean, if, like, the two polar extremes there probably could have been, like... Lindsay Lohan was, like, the perfect person for the role. Michelle Trachtenberg would have made it too innocent, and Amanda Bynes would have made it too, like, do 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 Like, like <laughs> Joey? Yeah, it would have been too, like, comic-y. Okay. So I think that, like, Lindsay Lohan had that, like, perfect element of, like, of the, all the right. other, like, leading starlets of you, the you time. There was something there. She, everyone, yeah, everyone, everyone was Everyone kind of filtered into their the right movie for them. Michelle Trachtenberg had that Ice Princess movie where she was an ice skater. Yeah. And Amanda Bynes had She's the Man. Lindsay Lohan could not have done She's the Man. Well, right, right. To Lindsay Lohan's uh, acting ability at the time, Jamie Lee Curtis thought she was twins. Uh, she never in met... In Parent Trap? She saw Parent Trap and so she's like, this is going to be my co-. She thought like, oh, where's the other one? Because uh, that was Lindsay's height of acting. Like, her yeah. be- it was not her best movie, but it was the pinnacle of her acting It was her, like, child... It was her yeah. home alone. Oh, yeah. it was absolutely her yeah. home Yeah, she was very they, cute. I, and they've suffered very similar fates. <laughs> yeah. One made it out alive. Or one, They're one both made alive. It out. One made it out. <laughs> They're both alive. Yeah. Macaulay Colgan's kind of normal. You get your own No. We I love you, Macaulay. He's fine. If <laughs> yeah. you're listening, you're lovely. We saw yeah. you. He played a basement. At I Rutgers. was there. I was there too. Really? Yeah. yeah I no. was not there, and I did not want to be there. <laughs> so you didn't uh, want to see Pizza Underground. Uh, I, you know what? That's one that uh, I'll, I passed on. My hair, it's gone. And wh- what is this? What have you done to my Mom, hair? Mom, it's an earring. Take it out. Take it out right now. No, it looks cool. Don't start with me. And those clothes are going back first thing tomorrow. Why? Everyone likes them. You look great. I look like Stevie Nicks. Who's he? Ugh. And what are you doing with this? I'm eating. You cannot eat fast food. Why not? Because it will go down your throat and drop instantly to my thighs. So, I do have to say too, Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan have good chemistry uh, in this movie, and Lindsay Lohan, you know, you talk about like how other actresses couldn't really do this part. I agree because she—you have to be kind of over the top but still relatable in in these parts, and I think they get that. You want to be able to relate to other families that have feuding. Like obviously, every family has with a teenage daughter has you know like conflicting like um, relationships with their parents. But it has to be even more over the top to, I guess, warrant switching bodies. <laughs> like, it has to be kind of taken more to the extreme. Uh, and, you know, uh, with the other, like, cast members, everyone is definitely living in that, like, snapshot of the early 2000s. Or friends with, like, the punk oh, rock right. look. Um, Gwen Stefani was supposed to be one of those girls. And I'm like, yeah, that makes she sense. She would have been way too old for that. At the... 
Yeah, probably. She would have been in her 30s at the time. Age is but a number, JJ. Oh, that's true. Gwen Stefani does not age at all, so I guess she would have gotten away with it. And if then... for those meddling <laughs> <laughs> um, And then, you know, what do you guys think of the that... love interest, Jake? Chad Mickey... Chad Mickey Murray's? Is that his name? Chad, Chad Michael, Michael Murray. Murray. Chad Michael Murray. He's beautiful. Yeah, but he kind of has, like, the same look on his face the whole movie. It's I think he like, has the same thing. look on his face throughout everything he does. What was his claim to fame? A Cinderella story, The O.C.? No, 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 One Tree Hill. One Tree Hill. That's I never watched I never I just, watched them, no, so but, all of those TV shows kind of uh, blend together in my mind. My but, question about him is, have, in my high school career, and I'm, has anyone ever seen a kid ride a motorcycle? I know this yes. is... Really? A, a Ducati? Yes, not a you kid. had a kid ride a motorcycle in high school? Yes. one. Kid, I mean, he didn't have his own motorcycle. It was his dad's motorcycle, but he had a motorcycle. Wow, you mm. shattered that ceiling for me. I know, I've never, I thought we thought that was just like a movie thing. Did he walk in to slow motion for it to be a cool like Was a... he as cool as oh, Chad no, Michael Murray? Oh, no, he was not cool at all. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, like, did, he, did he walk in slow-mo with the wind blowing his hair no, back? No, the rest of us were like, you're a douche. <laughs> <laughs> like, that in real life is not an attractive thing. I mean, no. I, I also grew up in a town where, like, Kids had Ferraris and Mercedes, oh, and oh. yeah, no. So there, people. There was one kid who had like a racing stripe on his car. Like they, people were douchey. Oh, yeah. that kid's cool. Um, but like, <laughs> no, you. Yeah. Uh, so we didn't see this as like, oh, you are a very cool person. We're like, oh, you're one of those kids that gets a lot of money from daddy, don't no, you? Like, I'm kind of happy. I because I always thought that was just a strictly movie cool kid riding motorcycle trope. Yeah. Um, it's good to know that there are people out there that break that trope. Uh, well, I bet you that kid who did have the motorcycle... I, I mean, never... it wasn't his. I think it was his dad's. Well, like he would just, like, use it. Right. Like, the kid who did ride it, I bet you either he was told or saw in a movie like this that, like, if you ride a motorcycle, you're going to get the girls. You're also going to get her mom. I, I found it a little <laughs> bit weird. I found it a little... Like, I get it. Like, oh my god, your mom has... That should have been a huge turnoff. Your personality is kind of weird. But it's like, dude, you're... You're also, like, I don't know how you were left back, uh, but it's like, dude, what year you know your boundaries, the, man. What year did the song Stacy's Mom come out? Oh, like, maybe a couple years around this time. Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I'm just, time. like, in, in the mile markers in my life, it's all around this time. Yeah, so was there, like, a theme in the early 2000s of just getting with, like, the mom? <laughs> like, welcome was that a the, thing? Welcome to the Ops, I want your mom. Yeah, that was, like, this a movie weird... Is, the aught movie. Like, yes, this movie, uh, this movie aught. belongs in a time capsule. Early of, aughts. Like, yes. I, uh, of the early aughts. Yes, that should have been, like, a like huge The color scheme, the Avril Lavigne, the... Yeah, it's a very bright just, movie, right? It's very, I feel no, like... I mean, if you, when you look at the movie poster with, like, the pink and green, like, yeah, they're yeah, color yeah. forward in the entire thing. Yeah, it's very much, like, a day movie. <laughs> like, it's, like, very... Yes. It's so, like, bright and sunny. Uh, but that kid, though, I feel like even though, yes, he's attracted to... Um, the personality of the teenage daughter without realizing that she's in like the mom's body she's still pursuing the mom like that should be a huge turnoff it's like whoa you're being like a weirdo now pursuing my mom who like is about to get married that i don't know i feel like that after that she should have been like I could be with a guy who's not as much of a ditz as this like weirdo that i think would have actually been like a a very 
2019 comeuppance ending. Uh, I think that that would I think that it's that would have been a really fantastic ending if the movie were to yet again be remade for mm. around the this I feel like period. I see every 20 years we can do this movie. I Another agree. Freaky Friday. Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Let's just throw it up. Um, I, I think that that's a very modern way of looking at it. Back mm, then, the end true. of the movie was the guy gets the girl gets the guy that right, she was lusting fair. after, and yeah. whatever you know hurdles it, that he's attracted to her mother, like yeah. it, it's like oh, Quite that's a in the past. Yeah, and, like we were kind of like pretty, situation. Exactly, like, we're very, the, the girls in the the Ott movies were very willing to look past a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Even if they're going after your mom. Yeah, like, it's a lot okay. Bad and like you know, with she's the man, like you know, uh, he, she's she the thought, man. Like, uh, she Cinderella thought this guy story. was pursuing her brother. Mm, no. Yeah, Cinderella oh, yeah. story. No, no it's a Cinderella man. No, no, we were not, not the one with Russell Crowe, the one with. Uh, Hillary Cinderella Bell. story. Yes, it's a Cinderella story with Chad Michael Murray. I've been saying Cinderella man, my bad. Uh, very different. That's the one with Chad Michael Murray too. Yeah, he, and he was like the perfect guy for all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, and he actively bullies her, and she's still like, you know what? That's the one for me. <laughs> it's a, he's so good looking, she can't resist. It's all part of that like high school. Like also, they look like they're thirty years old and high school mm-hmm. he he especially i'm like you look like you're a couple grades left well, behind like um rachel mcadams in mean girls she, she actually like was like 30 yeah she was much older yeah but that's yeah. like that's so common in like tv and movies to cast people in their like as old as their 20s or sometimes 30s to play mm-hmm. like teenagers um but it's an interesting trope now i think this movie has kind of like i guess a very like Oh, wait, I'll say quote-unquote rock and roll sort of thing because she's in the rock band, but it's like the Disney version of rock. It's punk. Yeah, like, like again, it's like... Punk asterisk. Yeah, exactly. It's like if you took Avril Lavigne but then made it, like, uh, PG, basically. It's Avril Lavigne kind of was pretty PG. Uh, more, then more so than that. Even more PG. Yeah, more... Avril Lavigne, but JJ, why do you have to go and make things so complicated? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Good night. All right, but... <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be here all week. It's interesting because some of these audience comments i'm looking at are saying that this version of freaky friday is like crude or like um i don't know like just not wholesome it's like totally wholesome just because it's not because of the chad michael murray pursuing jamie lee curtis maybe but that's a quirk that's like that makes him quirky that's not like he's not like i don't know attacking her or something it's just that's just kind of like a peculiar part of the plot but for the most part this is a pretty like down the line, straightforward, like pro family movie. Like, see things from each other's perspective. And just because it has a little a little like snippet of rock and roll, people are like, This is like crude. This isn't wholesome at all. I do think people just reading these audience scores, I'm not gonna speak for everyone, but I I think you do have to to really kind of just enjoy this movie. Just let go of that voice in your head who's trying to nitpick. And go like, just be mad. Like, like it's a, it's a fun, wacky, yeah, comedy. An hour and a half. Take comedy. It, it's, it's you a very much family. have to take it at face value. It's a good movie to watch with family. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Take it at face value. And I, I don't it think people could get that take voice it, out of your head. It doesn't take it seriously itself seriously at all. Um, and you know, I guess if you wanted to just crap on this movie, you could. But like. Probably would have a more fun time if you just like lean into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's some this. really funny. It moments. makes it very easy to lean into it. You, I feel like audiences didn't want to. Yeah, I guess because we've we had already even in this even in this decade by that point had seen a couple of the body switching movies. So I guess it's like all right, here we go, another one of these. But again, I feel like this is definitely at a higher tier than say like 
the hot chick. It is, it, uh, it, I, and we're not saying it's not without its flaws. I just think it's just a fun movie to enjoy. I, we're I just, agree. And we're just kind of thrown by the disparity here. Like, what, there's a 30% difference in the audience score and the critical score. You know, there's nothing in this movie that's, like, controversial or, like, really that polarizing, is Besides, there? Besides, like, raunchy, what were the other complaints that audiences had? It's mostly, like, people saying, like, it did not hold a candle to the original that Lindsay Lohan was not uh, it's not even it's, I, some people were hating on Lindsay Lohan but the ones that the I thief of joy yeah. you're right uh, but uh, there was some hating on Lindsay Lohan for her acting ability I didn't even oh. include the people just hating like Lindsay Lohan so was people, a, is a mess I'm like okay. yeah but that that's not her now and there are those comments in there we have to kind of like see her for what she was but the ones that I was interested yes. in is like oh her acting ability is not Got really it. good okay. I'm like okay. I guess that's a criticism some people but, I, mean, I feel like there was no. a for a critique there I was like, like, you that, like you're fishing you didn't like yeah, the movie you didn't like the deep movie yeah. there. like uh, yeah exactly like you either you either think the jokes are funny or you don't some people are like it's unfunny or predictable but we have to have one good body switching movie can we just let this be the one yeah yes. this this would be the one that I'd be like alright the gold standard predictable like of course they're gonna see each other's perspectives and they're gonna switch back at the end like duh like what they're gonna it's gonna end with them staying stuck in each other's bodies forever <laughs> it just fades to black like we missed it <laughs> yeah like credits You're show up. I actually think with, even with the ending flash forward 30 years just that, yeah. that speech that Jamie Lee Curtis gets is so I wasn't expecting it to oh at the dinner rehearsal I can see a lot of people teary eyed yes like, I, I can see a lot of people being teary-eyed by that. Just because I was like, oh, wow. This is actually... This is more than just seeing each other from a different perspective. I actually was unexpectedly... Like, it went to that direction in such a well-thought manner. Like, her speech was really good, whoever wrote it. Yeah, her. I think that was, like, more than probably what I even expected at the end. Like, you know, I, I'm having a fun time watching this silly movie. It's an eyebrow going like, oh, but yeah. But then it's like, oh, okay, this is actually, like, a more... Um, more well-written at the end than I probably anticipated. Exactly, yeah. It, it takes you by surprise just because everything is so tropey and, mm. you know, almost like situational comedy in the yeah, beginning. Yeah, very sitcom That to have that, like, moment of, like, reality where, like, here's the takeaway at the end and it's like, oh, my God, it, it does make you want to hug your own mother. Yeah, like, yeah. And I think that's what every Disney movie should really do is make you want to hug your mom. Yeah. Except for Toy Story, it makes you want to hug your toys. And your mom, you can hug your mom. You want to yeah. hug someone. That's yeah, the yeah, hug, something. Hug, hug your fish. You want to hug someone. <laughs> you read her diaries? Oh, that's gross. That's bad, bad mom award. But I'm concerned, doctor, that she and this boy might be. I mean, you know. Stop! Stop! Nothing is going on between her and this guy. Because if there was, she wouldn't be writing about it in her diary. She'd be out there doing it. And her best friend probably isn't talking to her because she probably likes this guy, too. And he probably even flirted with her a little bit. But he secretly likes your daughter. He just hasn't made his move yet because that wouldn't be cool. So now her best friend is acting like some psycho freak. Okay? That's very uh, interesting. I never would have thought about it that way. Cool. Guess we're done. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, and then I think it was funny. And again, like... Humor is subjective, and if you didn't think it was funny, then that's too bad. But even though I didn't think, like, say, the grandpa was funny, you know what I thought was funny? The patients, I thought, the the 
like psychiatry patients I thought were funny, like the really needy guy when he's like, "You're a liar. You lied." <laughs> I thought, yes, I love that. Like, there's like little lines in that that I'm well, like. Well, it does some setting up that like I think this guy's gonna be an issue for when they do switch plot. Yeah, the, exactly. The setup Every, for this was like, okay, I see where you're. Very guys obvious are. setups, but it it's fine. Like you look forward to them. It's like, oh yeah, like the crazy guy. Like she's got to deal with him. I feel like I missed something though. Uh, and I, there might have been a lot, like, why did that girl, and this could be a little bit my critique, why did that girl hate Lindsay Lohan, a oh, former the, friend? Was they it a never, boy? They never said. I thought there was a lot, like, I thought maybe I heard a line like, oh, we liked the boy, and he went with me. I think she's just a mean and girl. A, I think that what it explains. What that girl what did was, fuck you. She sucks, that girl. And, I mean, what this movie does well is just kind of alludes to, like, the underdog girl character pretty mm. well, where it's like, nobody would... look. You look at Lindsay Lohan, especially in those days, and you were just like, nobody believes that you're the unpopular, mm. like, yeah. dweeb. Like, yeah. nobody buys that. And yet you still somehow buy it because the way that everybody else is acting is also just equally as absurd as Lindsay Lohan being not cool. Yeah, in the context of, like, like this she's hot, world... she's thin, she plays a mu- musical instrument. Like, she would be the coolest person in any high school. Yeah, like, she plays the guitar, she yeah. rocks. That's the problem with some, like, other teen comedies or teen movies in general where you have, like, the dorky person who really is, like actually quite good looking but just wears glasses or you know how bad that makes you feel as like an actually dorky looking kid like you're yeah. just like well damn it you don't realize that that person on the screen is 26 years old but she and really has a is all that but it's like she so really easy. is all that uh, I'm just gonna just throw out puns uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, what else is new but uh, <laughs> um, but that that like scene of just like oh he's they're copying me I'm like this, Damn, that's cold. That is that. Yeah, and then she was. And then Lindsay writes the. Uh, I'm like, stupid. I'm stupid. With the heart, I thought that was fun. That, that was fun. I thought that went a little too. It was. I know this is a cartoony movie, but I'm like, oh, we're entering. Like, even the kid was like, dude, we're we're ruining this girl's life too. Yeah. Right? We're really doing an eye for an eye here. I'm like, uh, it's not enough for me to deter my enjoyment, but I was like, oh. Basically, that weird. character was just like a straight up bully, and I guess I like, wish she got comeuppance in another way. Yeah, she was like maybe that. she would have maybe gotten like embarrassed or something, and that would yeah. be better. Because um, they're she... ruining her academic <laughs> career. <laughs> yeah, I'm stupid. Oh, yeah. well, you know, Mary, I'm sorry, but you're stupid. Like, yeah. you, uh, I'm not stupid. Well, what does it say? You wrote it. We have it on paper. <laughs> you don't know how to fill in the bubbles. Yeah, I don't know if you guys recognize that actress, but she. I've only seen her in one other thing, and it was Dodgeball, also a year after this. She played uh, Justin Long's love interest. Like, Justin, I love you! Right before Jody loves Chachi. You get the gold star, I did not even know. I didn't put that together. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I recognize that, but, you know, sometimes it just clicks. Another surprise with this movie that I enjoyed was there was this line that by, that Mark Harmon's just like, I, I just want to. Trying to be a stepdad, he's just like, uh, you know, go, go to the thing. I just want her to like me. What's that actor's and name? And I think again? Mark Harmon. I, yeah, I think he was. I felt like it. that's such a good line. This is a good movie to watch with your mom and stepdad. I know, I don't know how... <laughs> it's because everybody... It's a very niche thing, but I think that's the more best... Movie should be... You can understand yeah. the 
the the overarching wants and what drives each character for every single character. They didn't make him an asshole, like, I'm going to marry your mom. Yeah, yeah. no, it's like every single character, like, even the obnoxious little brother was probably relatable for obnoxious little brothers. I think you could see, like, very clearly the objectives and goals for each character, and there were no characters where you were like, I mean, besides, like, the bully, which was like, they just needed needed a a cliche villain, quite frankly, but, like, for no character in this movie are you're like, yeah, I don't know what you're doing. It's like they're all going towards their goal, and each of their goals was pretty um, easily understood. Super straightforward. Yeah, it's not. This movie, like, knows where it's going. It's very clear where it's going. I, you know, Mark Harmon as the stepdad. Uh, that's not an easy role to kind of be this guy who's just constantly a nice stepdad too. And that, there should be more movies that are pro stepdad yes. or pro stepmom. I think it's just this and Ant Man. I think that's. The, <laughs> I think it's like the only. Like, to I, be fair, like Parent Trap, kind of anti stepmom. Like yeah, this, okay, uh, going th- thinking back to the Parent Trap, Meredith Blake was like twenty six years old and was about to like be. She's incredibly wealthy, dresses incredibly well. She's the best worst villain in the entire world. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be her now. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what, Lizzie Lohan, you just didn't have your head on straight. Yeah. She knew what she was going after. She gave it her a chance. Yeah, you go, girl. Um, and even there's uh, a similar movie, The Parent Trap, uh, It Takes Two with the Olsen twins. Oh, Again, yeah. another, like, mean woman marrying the dad that they have to stop. Oh, is that that movie that we watched? And, like... Robert Loja comes in and like decks her in the it's face. It's not Robert so Loja, but Kirstie oh. Alley in it. Kirstie yeah, Alley, yeah. and they do like a. It's not Robert gun Loja, but it's like another like famous like guy. A Roger Loja, Robert Loja type. <laughs> yeah, Robert Loja type who's like, if you lay a hand on her, I'm gonna deck you. He one. decks her in the face. No, he says he will. Well, oh, yeah, that's no. a whole different movie. But anyway, <laughs> back to Freaky Friday. Um, I was gonna say, uh, yeah, a bit of a tangent there. Mark Harmon. I feel like it's kind of hard to do that part because basically the whole movie you're just like confused. You know, you just you have these two characters with switch bodies, you don't know what's going on, and you're just so supposed to be like confused by their behavior. But he kind of like I don't know, he's so grounded that I totally buy it. I think he does a pretty good job for what he's given. I feel like the the script of the, I would really be interested in reading the script for this just because a character like that is usually just you're not really putting that much character he's more just reactionary but they totally gave him like a voice and a perspective like he gave him a, a voice and perspective he and also totally, he, he added he put him into it he has so. like a really nice bit to it that wedding rehearsal when he tells like you know uh lindsey lohan to go play and it's like you know i'm glad you put the kids first that's the way it should be and i think this movie does kind of capture like that sort of um you know stepdad family dynamic well a guy who does have really great intentions and he's like it's such a disappointing thing for society that that's surprising for us. Yeah, yeah that there's it's like... It's like that, like, oh, that's such a disappointment because that the step-parents are always vilified. Yeah. Like, well, it's at least for Disney, which always made the, I mean, you one of your Evil top step-mom. villains is the uh, stepmom. Uh, Evil step-mom. Which is so funny sisters. because they did always break every family. Yeah, and so it's nice, yeah. it's nice that Disney was the one to push you know if only for one it happened and maybe it happened you know better late than ever 2003 new era 21st century might as well do things the whole new millennium whole new millennium so in that regard i feel like this movie made efforts that were way beyond what was necessary for what it was like doing like that was a nice moment totally unnecessary but i feel like again elevated to that higher tier of these kinds of movies so it has i think this movie has heart um it's not just 
you know. I think more even than that, I think this movie holds up. Yeah, I think it's still funny. Yeah. You know what, too? This Freaky Friday has, you know, it's kind of wacky, but it kind of has some sort of explanation for why they're switching bodies. I've seen, not the entire original, but there is no reason why they switch bodies in the original version. Oh, right, yeah. Absolutely. And you, really? Do you know this? So basically... I, scene, I've seen that scene, but I don't know why. Exactly. So for anyone who doesn't know, in the original version, there's just a split screen of, like, Jodie Foster and the mom character, and, like, yes. one's home and one's, like, out... And they just happen to say at the same time, like something like, I wish you could see things from my point of view. And then like you see like their souls switch places and then that's it. That's all it takes. So never say something that someone else could be saying at the same time. So that movie is more like a uh, trickster god doing the thing as opposed to an Asian woman who just wants kick. <laughs> He's just doing it for the kick. I have to say, that was just kind of like... I don't know. I, I don't think this movie like offends anyone, but they were like basically attributing it to Asian voodoo. <laughs> that is their explanation of why this is happening. And frankly, fortune cookies aren't even a Chinese thing. Like that's like an American thing. So I, it's just this movie didn't really offend any the Asian people as far as I know. Happened, right? Yeah, yeah, there the was like an earthquake. Like, where did you feel that? Like I don't know. You're scaring me. That was like, the Asian voodoo at work. Yeah, <laughs> the Asian magic. So I don't know if anyone was offended by this movie, like, if Asian groups were offended, but... It's surprisingly, I'm happy... Like, so harmless. I don't think... I think that would be a harder trope to pull off today, though. Mm, nowadays, definitely someone would be calling out this movie, like, what the heck? Like, yeah. you know, what, this the, is an the offensive only caricature. Role, if the only role a minority has... Because we will call it what it is. The only role a minority at all has in this entire movie yeah. is to be the... the the crazy the trickster that like yeah. puts the entire plot there, into action. Like, supernatural it's, powers. Yes, and there's no other minority. That's true. In the entire Everyone movie. else is very, very white. It's very, yeah. it's white. Like, yeah, it's not just white. It's white. The capital the bandmates H. are right. They were all. What was that? The bandmates are. Oh, I think one of the bandmates. Oh, the lead singer. Oh, yeah. yes, the yeah. one. Yeah, the one. She's she, ambiguous, okay. I think. Okay, yeah. I'm so sorry for the one person I forgot. Yeah. No, but you're right. No, you're yeah, still. Like, otherwise, it's, but, it's like very overwhelming. Oh yeah, I'm not trying. No, you're right. I'm just yeah. like, trying to think. But I don't think. I mean, it's not done in the most problematic way. No, no, it's not. It's it's played as like I said, very light. It's they're they're. They're not doing, like, a stereotypical offensive, like, accent or anything. Right. It's just sort of, like, a bizarre sort of plot device. Yeah. That, you know, it could have been worse. It's not the best thing in the world, but it's, it's not the it's worst. It's not Mickey Rooney. Bizarre, yeah, but, exactly. but very understandable, digestible, and mm -hmm. you're okay. If I remember correctly, and you, I want to go back to your point saying this movie holds up, and I agree, is it, I don't remember any, like, dated references okay there's it's a generational thing she's dressing like Avril Lavigne it, the style is yeah. the aughts it's a time capsule movie but there's no like quippy lines like hey Avril Lavigne get back to class or you know hey I voted for Bush this is like yeah yeah I think if they want to do a, a Freaky Friday maybe in like every generation I think it just probably, copy the style of now, but don't add any like. Yeah, you could probably references. you could probably remake this one shot for shot, not change any words, but just change their outfits, and it would be. And the technology. And the technology. And right. Yes. You would integrate like social media. You would integrate like uh, you know smartphones. Seeing the mom checking out the daughter's social media. Yeah, like ooh, ooh like what? We're is... giving you ideas, Hollywood. Yeah, come on, it's a gold mine here. <laughs> 
Freaky oh my Friday, God, that could be the entire scene. You could finally check your daughter's phone, but then you open the phone and you realize, oh wait, I can't open it because I still don't know her password because <laughs> it's my brain. Oh, but her password is I love my oh, mom or something. So now that the iPhone 10 can scan your face. Exactly. Okay, see, I'm, I'm even and behind. And she classies it up. She classies up her daughter's uh, yeah, Facebook, for Facebook profiles, profile. her digital footprint. She, she like writes and then, up and then the profile. ending can be she has a LinkedIn profile that eventually leads to employment. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, are we just right? Like guys, me, you are wacky welcome. Wednesday. Are we? Are we? Are we <laughs> wacky one, Wednesday. Wacky Wednesday. There should be one for every day of the week. Manic Monday, Trippy Tuesday, Wacky Wednesday. We just keep Throwback Thursday. Thorny Thursday. Thorny. Um. And then, I don't know. And then at the end, uh, it's like, man, like, wow, we went through a lot. And then they look over and there's Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis having, like, brunch. It's like... You're telling me. Yeah, you're telling me. Yeah, I think that, you know, I guess body switching is a concept that could keep going if they wanted to. Well, I, you could do so much with body switching, and it's like, and like, they do. like the situation. They, they, they do all do. the fun. They do all really good situations. Like I, because I, I, the one, uh, the change up is the one with Bateman. Yeah, that's and a good that one up. just really kind of falls flat on his face, even it's with the concept. It's too like mean spirited. It's, it's mean spirited. Gross out. It's gross out, vulgar. Like this has the right tone. It's yeah. like. Like light, sweet, like kind of wholesome, but you know maybe uh, wholesome with an edge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you you ever see PG thirteen? Thirteen going on thirty also probably does the right thing, as opposed to that Matthew Perry where he becomes oh seventeen again. again? Let's see that one. Matthew Perry's a seventeen again. Uh, Thirteenth going on thirty is Jennifer Garner. That's Jennifer Garner. And that shot her, but that that one I think is a good one. Yeah, that one is like a nice movie. One of the few movies where Andy Serkis plays a normal person. Yeah, (laughs) I always forget. Seventeen again. I will admit I did see that one with my cousins, and I will also admit it did make me sad. I'm pretty sure I'm teared up in that one. It has merit. Oh my god. That's good. And not even. I mean, it does have merit. Zac Efron is a dream. But just for Zach Efron. And, and and Matthew Perry is a dreamer. I I'm a bigger Matthew Perry fan than I'll ever be a Zac Efron fan. Ten out of ten would rather Perry. That's fair. Chris, yeah, but don't um, you get way more Matthew Perry in that movie? The, you I'm sorry, sorry, you get way you more, more Zac, Zac Efron, Efron than you do Matthew, Matthew Perry. Perry. That's what I meant to say. But I will say they put you through an emotional ringer on that one because that's uh, also another one with like a broken family hmm. and divorcing parents, and you have to like one person has to witness you know their other former spouse on a date or blah blah blah, and that's uh, another one where actually Zac Efron as the Matthew Perry character ha- is like hits on his wife so the wife is flirting with essentially a 17 year old so this is not who's the wife leslie man i don't I feel like uh, she's the wife in the change i feel like she's the wife she's like the perfect like, wife character i feel like it, she's she's just the wife character yeah, I, yeah she does it so flawlessly i don't know why i want to say julianne more but i don't think it's julianne i buy it <laughs> i love julianne more yeah, she's great yeah. she's tiny now, uh a fun fact that i learned and I, I i did notice this in the movie and i had to look it up uh, the father, the dad, uh, the, when they show pictures of dad, that's yeah. Christopher Guest. That's Jamie Lee Curtis's actual husband. Oh. As a, they killed him in real life. Just they killed him in real life. No, that, for you fun movie trivia fact people out there, that's a, yeah, that was, was a fun fact for me. Yeah, that is. That's like a nice little touch. I like those little Easter eggs. Yeah. Yeah, Also shows sure. you looking around for an actor, like, hey, why don't we just, Chris, mm-hmm. you want to just come in for a photo? Thing? It's the more human version of stock photography. Yeah. They probably just grab, like, her own actual photos. 
Um, and, you know, 13 going on 30 deals with, like, heartbreak, right? Like, she, she, I think that has, uh, what's his name? The Hulk. Mac Ruffalo. Ma- Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo, yes. Mac is his less successful. And Mac will more Ruffalo. <laughs> uh, so that one deals with, like, That's heartbreak. That's a great Halloween costume. Macklemore Mac Hulk. Um, so I, that's another one that you're right. That's another like 2003 one, I think, and um, kind of hitting like the same sort of tone. Wow, there really is a time. Like there really is like a whole they, bunch of these movies. Yeah, no, it's they like, really that, got all of us to. And it all takes place in the same sleep. high school. Yeah, all takes place in that weird magic high school. <laughs> Not Hogwarts. Why do people keep moving there? <laughs> You don't know what you're talking about. No idea. Okay, let's have lunch, okay? Let's eat. I think you know exactly what we're talking about. Let's hit her. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, I cannot fix it. Only you can fix it. When the fortune comes true, then you go back, not before. What fortune? From the fortune cookie. You find the answer in each other. When the fortune comes true, then you go back, okay? No big deal. You mean we're like stuck in this suck fest? You're not going to do anything? How about 10% off catering? No, Pepe, I already told you we have a caterer. Uh, actually, Mom, there's something I forgot to tell you. Okay, good idea. How about I do? Anything else, though, with the uh, with this movie that we haven't touched on yet? I mean, um, just trying to think of some of the other cast members. You have the teacher, that like sleazy teacher who fails her. He should be fired, right? The, the, that guy is aggressive. Oh, that 100%. teacher, that, that character also, actor that we've all seen before. Also, Ned. Every Ned. other character in this is like you recognize the bully. that actor? Yeah, Ned. Ned uh, Ryerson. Uh, just like she, like she kind of like lays out the theme of 1984. And she like, literally no just F. states the plot, and he's like be preposterous. And then later on, when. Um, Can you challenge as, that? As and, the like, mom, school? I would like show that paper request to a booth uh, review. <laughs> yeah, like let's go to New York. I would, I would uh, take that paper and show it to another teacher. Like I literally just stated the plot of this book, and he gave me an F. Like, what do you think? Even with the um, the like oral test, when it's like the mom in her body, like literally, what is the plot of Hamlet? And she just says it. and He goes. No. <laughs> and fails her. Like, this guy is, like, insane. I think that's just also, like, leaning into, like, the whole world's against me, which was, like, the original motivator for her. But it really was. But they, yeah, but it it really was, like, the whole world was. The teacher was and, and he was, he was, he, and I think, she was turned, he turned, or she turned him down uh, in the high school. And there was, like, there was, like, oh, I'm going to get revenge on the, the daughter of my ex-love or something By like just that. ruining her life? Yeah, I was like, dude, I feel like any teacher watching it going, like, you could challenge that. You can go to like the principal being like, oh yeah, they're right. Administrator, yeah. That, that teacher that. would at least be put on like some academic probation or something. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. That teacher should be put on. I wish he got failure. That's fifty-seven percent. I wish he got more of a comeuppance too, because he was such a jerk that like yeah, she kind of like exposes him, but it'd be nice to like actually just see him walking out with a yeah, box. Yeah, he should have driven <laughs> like, into a fired. lake. Yeah. Uh, we've had very different goals. <laughs> he also has like He a, could also be driven into a lake. That's he fine. also has a box that says, I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> just tattooed to his forehead. Yeah. I'm stupid. And I think it, like, it also makes like the, the young audiences watching that kind mm. of be like, yeah, when I fail, it's because the whole world is against me too. Yeah, it's, uh, it's totally relatable. Yeah. And in these kind of movies... You know, they purposely create these, like, over-the-top jerky characters just so you sympathize with the main characters more. Like, you know... Everything's very heightened. Yeah, yeah. Although, this kind of a trope, weirdly enough, 
does exist in real life. So, um, teachers failing students for yeah, no reason. Yeah. So, uh, well, not for no reason, or and, and not necessarily even related. But you you think about that kind of a concept where it's like you know this teacher is teaching somebody and it doesn't go well and there's animosity between the teacher and the student and it, it turns out that their worlds are actually connected ah. in a weird way. You know, if you go look somewhere in the other direction. I'm, a lo I'm along with what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, totally. so my fiance was in law school. He was in law school. He had a professor who he hated and it was like just, he, it was the worst grade he got in law school. It was just a, such a chore to go to class. He, yeah. he hated the readings. He was assigned far too much work. It was more work than any other class that he had. Um, and recently we were at my house and he was telling my mom about this one professor and blah, blah, blah. And his name is X. And my mom just looks up. He was in our wedding. Turns out, like, he went to college with my mother and was at my parents' wedding and embarrassed himself at my parents' wedding. Wow. Like, I had, like got incredibly drunk and did something crazy at my parents' wedding and my parents haven't spoken to him since. And my parents are like, did you meet this guy? And I'm like, I think I think I did. I don't yeah. know. So, like, weirdly enough, that those kinds of coincidences that you really think only happen in Hollywood, they do happen Not in real life. Well, well, you should tell, like, I think the universe, you should tell, like, you told us something before we started recording. We, we told you, hey, we'd love to have you Freaky Friday for the podcast. So. Oh, yeah. And then uh, my office yesterday had a Freaky Friday-themed staff meeting. I think the I'm universe... Like, yeah. I think like, the universe wants you to is. switch places with someone. I think so. Who would you switch places if you could switch with anyone? Oh, my God. Celebrity or someone you know personally? Probably Kristen Bell. Have you seen her abs? Just to meet Ted Danson, she's and Jack Shepard. Shepard. They yeah. just seem like they just have a wonderful life together. Sure. She she sings like an angel. I've never been able to sing, and I've always wanted to. So mm. I wonder what that would be like. I think they live on a farm. I would just love to see what their life is like. Yeah. And, and she's just such a gem. I would love to be. Ooh. And I also I would love to have been Sarah Marshall. That that's such an iconic role in my. Also, opinion. if you switch, I, yeah. if you switch buys with her. Then we'll get to get we'll get to know Kristen Bell, who's in your body. Exactly, win, it's a win-win win situation. Win-win. Yeah, okay. but I can see Freaky Friday at least that concept. Yeah, you can call it Freaky Friday being made in the twenty twenties. It's been about twenty years. Oh, yeah. uh, Has there been another like body switching movie in recent years? I think there was a movie like recently of like um, was it like what's her name Regina. King or something from um, oh uh, like the uh, from Scary Movie uh, and the girl from Blackish and Issa Rae like uh, Littleish Littleish yeah or Little just Little L oh, it's little. just called Little it's not connected <laughs> to the Blackish joke uh, um, that's one that I can think of in recent years of someone either switching bodies or just their body changing into something else yeah it's like the reverse big yeah uh, I'm curious to see it. So I'm just saying, like, there's this, this concept. This concept hasn't totally gone away. No, but and there's also like the um, definitely like the mm. Rebel Wilson movie where she doesn't wake up in a different body, but she wakes up and her life is completely different. Oh, rom com. Yeah. Right? It's like, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a rom com satire. Kind yeah, of thing. and I think that's while it's like not the body switching exact, you know, trope. It's very, very similar where you wake up and everything's different. Yeah, and it's, it's like a cousin of really, the concept. Really, yeah. Yeah. It really depends. The magical realism of all these body switching, body aging, de-aging, it really depends on the... I even think the writing could be basic. It really depends on the actor who's 
really it depends on roles. the actor. Also, just depends on like and the what, scenario. The scenario, like who's yeah. switching bodies and to what purpose does this serve? How about this? We actually remember it. Kevin Spacey was in one, uh, the Cat One Nine Lives. That was a few uh, years ago, and I think that is probably definitely on like the one of the lowest ends of this kind of movie where he's just a workaholic dad, and changing him into a cat will somehow get him to appreciate his family. I guess. I think what about I, Shallow How? Uh, I think I put that in maybe like not the same exact genre, but like a close well, sort like of a less a, left to center. Again, like it's you're right. It's like magic all realism. Magic realism. All magic. All realism. magic realism. All I, I, is, is no. it worthy of the podcast? I'll, I'll look into it. I I remember seeing it once and it has a few laughs and I was just like, okay. I same idea. And then I went outside in the rain. <laughs> like, I remember hating that movie. Oh, you did? Yeah. I remember just hating It's very mean. Yeah. I remember it being very mean. Yeah, it's trying to have like a nice message that, and I kind of like the concept, but the tone was like not right. Well, maybe they should have a tone like this. Yeah. <laughs> this one gets it right. Yeah. I, I, I don't remember reading any of this in your book. <laughs> Between the lines? Oh my god. What? And you know, if you want That's my mom. Try listening to the yeah, yeah, yeahs, the lines, the breeders. And if you're excited about something, why do you have to hold it in all the time? You know, just scream about it. Okay? Do this with me, alright? Let's just say this cute guy asks you out. What are you gonna do? to um, our personal approval ratings for this movie. Just to wrap it up, again, 87% approval rating from critics, 57% from audiences, but what do we give it? We'll average our scores and come up with a consensus among ourselves. So Stephanie, what percentage approval rating would you give? I'm going to give it an 89. 89, all right. Let's get my calculator here. It's formulaic, but in a good way. Yeah, right? It's just like... Formulas work. Yeah, formulas work. Tell that the physics. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it was made a mad, by a mad scientist in the lab. <laughs> it kind of. That's where they got that. those fortunes. They do cookies. have like you know when you when you think about like the narrative structure of stories, right? It yeah. does hit every single point very formulaically, which is why it holds up so well. It's kind of comforting in that regard. Yeah, <laughs> right? it's it really it's a comfort movie. It's so like a little massage for your soul. Yeah, it's like um, it's like comfort food of a movie. Yeah, which in actually terms of being a comfort movie, it's like a it, it's like a flavored comfort movie just because it's a little bit better. It, like it's a comfort movie, but I think what Jamie Lee. Curtis and Lindsay Lohan bring to the table really kind of makes this the gold standard yeah. of body switching movies. Yeah. Which is why I'm going to give it an 80. Okay. Okay. Like, uh, I do, yeah, I'll give it an A. I'm sticking with it. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, those are all fair points. And, you know, we're on the same ballpark here. You know, it's just, there's a kind of splitting hairs what exact percentage yeah. you would give it. But, uh, I'll probably just kind of split the difference between you guys because, um, you know, I like to be in the middle here, so I'll I'll say um, like an 85 nice. would be my consensus. Okay. So um, that is like okay, I did not do that properly. <laughs> You're calling some. Uh, yeah, wrong number. It's an 85. So um, you I know, think that's appropriate. I think that's a very appropriate number for this movie. Right. What this movie's trying to achieve, it's I think, absolutely it's absolutely an 85 movie. Yeah, it's totally solid, and, um, you know, again, if you didn't like it, that's probably either because 
it's very subjective. You didn't it's think it was you have funny. Bad taste. <laughs> it's because you suck. <laughs> it's it's probably just you know you didn't either find the jokes funny, which you know that's very subjective, or you don't like the actors. Again, very subjective. Um, this but, movie to watch with your family. I don't think you would be disappointed. Not at all. Or at least don't be a curmudgeon. Or, or uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. You not right? be uncomfortable watching this with anyone you're related to. No, no, it's definitely not one of those kind of things where like you're uncomfortable watching with your parents or something. No, not at all. Yeah, we saw Bad Moms with my mom, and that was the worst thing in the entire universe. Mm. Bad Moms, bad. Bad, yeah. Bad, bad moms. moms is bad for moms. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, very. All right. Four moms, bye moms. Yeah. Um, all right. Well. Thank you, Stephanie, yeah, thank for, you for joining here. us. Thank you guys for inviting me. I hope to come back. Yeah, definitely. I, I must, before we sign off, I must officially decree that we are siding with The Critics. Woo! Yeah, so, um, you know, that is another one on that side. So uh, maybe at the end of all this, we'll do a tally to see who we're more siding with, audiences or critics. But... Maybe uh, we'll switch bodies. Yeah, maybe maybe the audiences switch, switch bodies with the critics. And There's your tagline. That could be something. We helped Hollywood so much with this episode. We gave them <laughs> You're gold. welcome, We Hollywood. gave them so much High gold. hopes for this franchise. Let it keep going. So, uh, again, Stephanie, thank you for joining us. And uh, join us next time, guys, for another Divided Film. Mm-hmm.